Blog Talk Radio. Oh, Nat's Town. Let's see if this is actually recording. Welcome to a hastily prepared edition of Nat's Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I should have Doghouse on the line here. Doghouse? Howdy, howdy. Oof, I got it in just under the limit there with the 9.57 stop to the game, but... Uh, just give me one second here to get all set up. We'll start with Gio Gonzalez on the mound. So give me a second to tweet this out. But uh, before today, hadn't lost to the Marlins in Nationals Park since August 3rd, 2012. His first start versus the Marlins with the Nats, apparently. 4-1, and one, one, three, two ERA in 38 innings pitch versus the Marlins in six starts in D.C. Uh, five scoreless on six Ks on 70 pitches. It took 20 pitches to get through the six, but seven Ks total throw six scoreless a solid outing by Gio Gonzalez few scares left with a one nothing lead it didn't hold up but a nice start to the season by Gio Gonzalez uh, it looked better than I've seen him in a while looked good all spring but uh, a really solid outing there by Gio to start the season yeah well it's not wise to put too much hope on a good performance in spring and you know unless it's really real uh, which granted is difficult to ascertain but this is the Gio that we were looking for all last season and that we thought that maybe we were going to get in his first few starts. So let's let's hope this isn't some short-lived flash of uh, of solidity and command here that uh, he actually keeps this together for the entire season. Uh, I liked what I saw tonight. Uh, he was commanding his pitches, especially the, the, the breaking stuff, the off-speed, uh, keeping the Marlins hitters off balance, uh, scattering hits, and frankly uh, – Confusing them at some points. Uh, someone mentioned in the game thread, I can't remember who now, that uh, it's it's like the Marlins weren't expecting him to throw strikes out of his uh, seven Ks. I think five or six of them were looking. I remember Carpenter mentioning that at one point. Uh, Nationals didn't get much offense early going, but Adam Eaton jumped on a Tom Kohler early, uh, showing off that sneaky pop we've heard about. One nothing, put one over the out of town scoreboard, and right there, Eaton really off to a good start here. I didn't exactly crush that ball, but it just kept going. I didn't think it was out to begin with, but ended up clearing the out of town scoreboard for his first home run in the Nationals uniform. Yeah, just just squeaked over it, but uh, I'll, I'll take that certainly. And if if you can put one over the wall, certainly you can bounce them off the wall, get them over people's heads and take advantage of that uh, that nifty speed of his that he's already had the chance to show off so far in this opening series. Uh, like like what I see from Eaton, even even when he got jobbed in the tenth, uh, that was that was a good take. <laughs> I have in my notes here that I refuse to say Sun Monster, and then I'm supposed to say Damn it because I just said Sun Monster, but that's right, Harper <laughs> catching catch him. Catching the second was absolutely ridiculous. Blinded by the light there, he turned his uh, head away from the ball and still managed to catch it. Uh, not exactly the, the slickest catch he's ever made out there, but really nice play by Bryce Harper to actually bring that one in. Yeah, if it ends up in the glove, it counts. And the the, the slow-mo replays, wow, it looked like someone was shining a spotlight right on his face. You know, I'm, I'm amazed that he was able to get anywhere near that ball without it bouncing off his head. Hold on a second. We're a little disjointed at this moment. I have to skip around my box score here because my notes were a mess with the extra innings. But give me one moment. Sorry, Nats fans. 
wow, it's just, you know, this thing really doesn't like working. That's who it was. Jason Worth in the seventh put them up 2 nothing. his second home run of the season, if I remember. No, his first home run of the season, 2 nothing at that point. Uh, Worth just absolutely crushed one to the left. We're getting the old guys here, Zimmerman homered, which we'll get to in a minute. But uh, Zimmerman and Worth both coming up big early in the season, and that was a no-doubter by Worth, a solo shot to the left in the seventh to make it 2 nothing at that point. Yeah, old guys rule, and he had a, a, a nice catch, uh, a little, uh, I, I think, in the top half of that inning to preserve the one-run lead and then add to it, and then oh, and, th- and then the game ended, right? It, it rained, and then we got to go home, they called it. <laughs> That's what I remember. Not. It didn't go as smoothly as that, unfortunately. Coda Glover, a 17-pitch frame in the seventh, uh, Sean Kelly came on his first appearance of the season, gave up a two, a two run game tying home run two two at that point. Uh, JT real Muto, if I remember correctly, hit that one out because game day is just not agreeing with me. Yes. A walk to Christian Yelich, which is what really hurt to start the inning. Giancarlo Stanton strikes out. Ozuna flies out, but JT real Muto has been a little pain in the butt this series. Uh, hits a two run blast and the red porch seats out there, ties it up at two at that point. Yeah, what what is going on here? Does does anyone in the bullpen know how to play this game? You get outs, outs late in the game, not walk people and give up bombs. Oh, terrible, terrible. It, it was a parade of people who had been proffered as closers as, as we proceed throughout the evening, and this is triggering one of many rants about, okay, I, I know they can all have a bad day now and then, but do they all have to have a bad day on the same day? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this was a marathon. A, a lot of sitting around, I assume, didn't really help anyone on either side, but uh, the bullpen definitely had some issues tonight, as did the Marlins bullpen, because uh, half an inning after they tied it up, Junichi Tozawa comes out, uh, records two outs, then gives up a bomb of a home run to center by Ryan Zimmerman. They had to review it first. Uh, I have insert launch angle joke here in my notes too we're just going with the notes because i don't have time for humor at this point of the night when this game started it was supposed to start at four o'clock but uh zim absolute blast there hit the fence behind the wall they went on mass and showed that it in spite of how it looked from the uh, front angle or whatever you want to call it the home plate angle looking out towards the uh, center field there's some distance between that fence uh, in front of the grass and the wall so ruled a home run afterwards second home run of the season by Ryan Zimmerman launch angle joke executed yeah 34 degrees i think it was uh <laughs> that that's uh, it, it it's nice to see zim still showing the power and, and getting some reward for his excellent velocity after a second uh, after an entire season of it basically becoming a punchline for for heartbroken fans uh that it it they did show the reverse angle on Masson, but that padded area is about a foot or two in front of that concrete wall with the fence on top of it. There's a little access way that you can walk through there from the center field access to a little area over by the uh, by the visiting bullpen. So there 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 is a, a a good space there. It would have been nice if we just plunked it up in the middle of the batter's eye there. That's that's always a, a nice one to watch. But uh, barely over the fence is still over the fence, and uh, I'll, I'll take it. Nice to see Zim hitting. Uh, I just hope he can keep it up. I had been told previously that leadoff walks rarely, if ever, came back to haunt you, but 
for the second inning in a row in the ninth. Sammy Solis, uh, well, Sean Kelly the first time. Sammy Solis comes on in the ninth, gives up a leadoff walk to Hetchbaria. Uh, Derek Dietrich singles. Looks like they might get out of it when Speedy D. Gordon grounds into a double play. But Tyler Moore comes back to haunt his former team. They bring on Blake Trinan, face Moore with a runner on third, RBI single to center to tie it up. Timo, good for you making the roster. Now you're no longer a fan, <laughs> a friend of the Nationals after you tied it, uh, tied it up at three with a single to center off of Trinan. Apple cheek, warning track, powered quadruple a player come on Blake this is no one to give up to go behind RBI to we we know he will flail at stuff down and away uh, it, come on a, a righty against that that big hard sinker this should have been an easy out of course I, I could have said that at about three other points this game uh, and and the easy out was not recorded just like here Nationals had an opportunity in the bottom of the ninth inning. Jason Worth singles, one out later, the intentional walk, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, David Phelps puts Adam Lind on, gets a Trey Turner who lines into an unassisted double play. Turner really smoked that. If that gets by first base, uh, Worth easily scores from second there, even though they didn't run for him, which was slightly odd. But even worse, on his old legs, could have gotten around if that ball got in there. Uh, Joe Blanton comes on in the 10th. Gives up a leadoff single uh, to Giancarlo Stanton. That's a race on the double playoff of Marcelo Zuna's bat. But then JT Real Muto, who I mentioned before, has been a little bit of a pain here. Singles on a uh, sharp grounder to center. Justin Bohr lines one the other way. RBI double to put the Marlins up 4-3, and that lead holds up. Uh, a lot of talk about how good the Nationals' bullpen looked in the first two games, whether it was all the delays and the long day at the ballpark that uh, did something to them today or whether they just weren't sharp as a group coming out here. Uh, bullpen looked a little shaky and had my Twitter mentions filled up with the, this is, a, once again, we have a horrible bullpen-type tweets that I was getting from everybody. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd say we have a horrible bullpen uh we do not have an elite bullpen on the Nationals. It's it's probably even reasonably above league average. But, boy, they sure didn't cover themselves with glory tonight. Um, that that little dinker that uh, Stanton put in, I, I guess the one thing we can take away is that the staff certainly kept him under control this uh, this series. But uh, the, the the rest of the Marlins lineup, which is, which is pretty talented, certainly ran wild, uh, rail muto, most among them. Um, I'm still cautiously optimistic about how they're going to do over the rest of the season tonight, notwithstanding, but that was, uh, that was a rough first outing for my, my personal pick, Joe Blanton there. I'm going to ask you this question and then duck, because <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to have some thoughts on the matter, but uh, we saw three intentional walks uh, tonight executed with the signal for an, for an intentional walk. <laughs> There's a signal for intentional walks now this year for the first time. You don't have to throw the four pitches, which I do not like, though it saved us probably a minute in this uh, six-hour time period this game took place in. Uh, your thoughts on it, abomination, I heard you say. This, this is the dumbest. The dumbest. <laughs> You know what's really going to save a lot of time? The clock that they put on calling for reviews and the clock that they put on for doing the reviews in, uh, in New York. That's the real time killer. Because everyone's just sort of standing around waiting for it. Not only does it take time, it's dull because everyone's just standing around. You know, if you're watching on TV, maybe you can see some replays or something. But that, that's the, you know, 
halt the game to have a committee meeting sort of boring thing that baseball should be trying to stop. Okay, not usually just throwing the intentional walk. It's a couple of pitches, and it's not that exciting. But, oh, my God, one time in 100 when it is, holy cow. Katie, by the door, it's craziness. Who can forget the, the wild pitch that, uh, that Aaron Barrett threw in the playoffs a few years ago? that, you know, bounced off the backstop and came back and got a runner trying to make it to home on the, on the wild pitch. Come on. Having that possibility, even if it comes up a couple of times a season, I think is just critical to keep. And it just is a matter of logistics on the pitchers, making them throw the pitch, making them shift gears between pitching for real and throwing the intentional balls to try and keep that mental toughness and keep the game plan on to manage that and put it on their workload and straighten out their game plan to the next batter, I I think it's an important part of the game that we're missing. Is it the critical, most important part of the game? No, but it's an important little subtlety, one of the things that makes, makes baseball great because you have to be able to manage this weird little part of how the game works, and every once in a while it all goes wrong, and it's awesome. AJ Cole last year too. I remember he had another one. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like that's going to stick for a little while. Apparently, they won't consider one less beer or Viagra ad in the game. Uh, yeah. A couple of less, maybe, and you'd save all that time and make up for it. But apparently, they had to do away with the intentional walk. So, uh, I, eh, seeing it in action tonight, I like it even less than I did when I first heard of the rule. But. I guess I'm stuck in the get-off-my-lawn old-person crew at this point. That's failed to sweep 4-3 to three tonight in the nation's capital. They head off to Philadelphia for a three-game set. Starts tomorrow night. Max Scherzer on the mound against Vince Velasquez. 3:05 start for this one, though the weather, we'll see. Hopefully it's clear in Philadelphia. It's supposed to be very cold, but I'm sure Max Scherzer will be happy to be on the mound either way. Any final thoughts on this series before we head out? Boo! Should have been a sweep. Also, intentional walks with a signal are an abomination, almost on the scale of the DH. <laughs> Not quite, but almost. That's nightly sponsored by federalbaseball.com. We've just about hit our 15-minute limit again here, or 15-minute mark. We're a little over. Now I keep talking, and I'm totally ruining it. That's nightly sponsored by federalbaseball.com. No. We'll talk to, you. <laughs> talk to you after tomorrow night's game, doghouse. Go Nats.